pinch me. (laughs) I'm an author. I wrote a book, Destined for Greatness, Living an Inspired Life from Head to Tippy Toes. If you haven't already gotten your copy, you may head over to my website, sarahnoose.com, or go to Amazon and check out Sarah Noose, Destined for Greatness. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? So good. How are you? Oh, doing great. <laughs> I'm excited to be here with you, except I feel like we should change the intro. You're What's the intro? I feel like you're kind of the host. Oh, no. You're always the host. But we can't. Forever host. Well, we can't really change it because we have such a rhythm, you know? Yes. So maybe we should try it. I am your co-host. Try to change? I am your co-host. No, we can't change. (laughs) So. Yeah. We got a great response from last week. Yeah, good. Talking about chapter one. So I figured we'd go into chapter two and talk a little bit about uh, what you titled, I Have a Business, Now What? Uh, Which I think is a great title. (laughs) And I kind of want to talk a little bit about kind of how you grew the business. A lot of people have ideas of growth and, and, but taking that actual step, which you are so good at, Mm. um, and so fun to watch, but, uh, talk a little bit about how you grew tippy toes and, and continue to grow tippy toes. Yeah, that's a good question. I am super excited. We had such a good response because, um, we have good people, so that's awesome. But I would say growth is a mindset thing. It's, it can happen if you work towards it. And I think what happened early on was I saw in the five kids that were joining my class that, wow, I actually could make some income with this and why not multiply it? And so I started thinking a lot like, well, maybe I could get more kids at the school. But really what happened was, and I talk about this throughout my book a lot, is it was other people. So it was another, it was a daycare uh, person who was at the first school said, Hey, there's a school up the road that heard what we're doing and loves it. Would you be willing to go someplace else? So as much as I'd like to say I was genius in it, it was, I was actually just really good at what I was doing in the position that I was in. And oftentimes when we are good and passionate about what we're doing, um, you know, God continues to raise the bar. And so it was another school that wanted to have tippy toes, which really was awesome. And I was like, Oh, I guess I actually can go to other places and, um, just saw growth right there. So, and then it started happening. Luckily for me, this branch of daycare that tippy toes was in is called kinder care. And they happen to have nine locations in Norman, more Oklahoma city area. And I was invited to all of them and it was over time, but it was over the time of being really exceptional at what I was doing. And so then, you know, that's when I started to see real growth, but I think it starts with being passionate with where you are and excellent in what you're doing. Um, you know, I think, uh, it's fun to think back at college and some of the things that, that were going on mm-hmm. early and getting your major. Mm-hmm. Uh, one could probably assume that you were a business degree mm-hmm. major and you learned all the great things of how to set up your business, <laughs> how to follow IRS. Uh, yeah. Is that true? I that know was, the answer, but 
<laughs> You're putting me on the spot now, Put you right? On the spot a little yeah. bit. So that's so not true. And anybody who has read my book knows very clearly that school is not my jam at all. Like not even like at all. I really, really struggled through school. And so it's really fun to know that, hey, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be super business savvy to actually start a business. I have become business savvy over the years of failing and trying and failing and trying and growing and trying. And it just is a matter of the consistency. I keep, um, I'm like, my mom used to call me like the dog on your leg that never will quit biting it. Like you just won't let it go. Like persistence for me, it's being persistent and being consistent with what I'm doing. And so, no, I was miserable in school. I couldn't get into the business college if I tried. I didn't try. Um, I actually changed my major four times in school. I really wanted to be an elementary school teacher, but um, actually talk about this in Destined for Greatness is I um, failed one of those courses early on, and so I wasn't even like qualified to become a teacher. So pretty much school didn't work for me. Therefore, um, knowing anything about taxes or forms or IRS or setting up a business was so far from my mind. And you became a communications major because it was the fastest way to get out. (laughs) That's right. I remember, well, tippy toes was on a roll and, um, I just went to my advisor and said, how can I get out of school the fastest? But little did I know that tippy toes was um, the ticket to my life, but I was just trying to get out of school. I met this really cute boy and he uh, was into baseball. He was a year younger than me. (laughs) And he... uh, Sometimes two. Sometimes two. No, (laughs) no. Uh, But anyways, I I just wanted to get out of school. I'm like, I'll just get a job. And actually my thought was I'll get a job at like an advertising agency or marketing firm. Like surely they'll hire me, right? Um, But I wasn't passionate about school or anything. So actually your question about like IRS taxes and all that stuff, like I failed big time on that. You did? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, um, was that coming back at me for messing up our IRS? No, 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 no. But I, I think, you know, uh, one of the scary things, especially for a creative person that doesn't understand the rules and stuff of business is I just kind of thought it all work out, but you actually have to take steps. You have to file for a business and really early in tippy toes, I counted it as babysitting money, which like when you're babysitting, you don't really count your money as you just put it in your pocket. But um, tippy toes became so big that it was a lot of money that I was not accounting for. I wasn't doing it intentionally, but um, we I ended up having to get an accountant and I owed a lot of taxes. And that was a bad, hard learning experience for me because as a college student, Yes, I paid for my car, but then I was making a lot more money as a college student and I just was spending the money. Like I wasn't, I wasn't saving, unfortunately, but I also wasn't saving for like important things like taxes. And I think as the business major and I got a master's yes. and I was in a doctorate, the, hello, well, Dr. At the Adam, time, but I was an expert in how to set up IRS mm-hmm. and we screwed that up. Yeah. Early. Yeah. Because I actually was not an expert at all. No. I thought I was. But you got a degree in it. So even, yeah. And actually we partnered with some accountants that messed up. Like we had a hard time with that early on. Um, but also you and I aren't rule followers really, which we've learned over the years. Thank you, Jesus, that you need to follow those rules. <laughs> but one rule that uh, 
that we didn't follow, mm-hmm. that you didn't follow, mm-hmm. and put you on the spot to tell a story. <laughs> um, you didn't write it in the book, but I think it's fascinating is your Latin story. <laughs> Are you able to tell that story? I don't want to shine a bad light on anything or anyone, but it's actually a significant story. You can't tell names. Okay. Well, you can tell names. No, I shouldn't tell names. So I probably would still be in college if it weren't for what happened to me. And I actually really wanted to write this in in the book. And so this, but I didn't because I was kind of worried I was going to get somebody in trouble. So if you're listening to the podcast, don't be a tattletale because I'm sure this would get somebody in a whole lot of trouble. But I was in school and like Adam said, I've changed my major a zillion times and I landed in communications. Um, no, actually this was when I was a, uh, what would it have been? <laughs> what major? Maybe it was an elementary education major and I needed two years of a language. Well, in high school I took two years of Latin. I don't know any Latin. I don't know how, I think I just passed. I don't know. Maybe it was a pass fail thing and somehow I passed, but I had two years of Latin under my belt. Well, I went to college and I had to pick a language and my language was Latin, of course. And I was talking to my advisor and she's like, you've got to take this course. And I said to her, well, I've already taken two years of Latin. And she said, you could probably clep out of it. What in my right mind made me believe that I actually could? Um, But I was like, okay, I'll try it. So I go to the dean of um, what would it be? Languages, language, I don't know, language. And I told him the story. I said, I am an elementary education major. I took two years of Latin. I have been told that I could try the CLEP test. Do you think I should do it? And I said, I really don't remember any of it. And he said, I'm sure you'll do fine. He handed me the test and put me in this room with a whole lot of books. He said, don't pick up any of the books, just take the test. Well, you guys, it was all in Latin. <laughs> so I didn't even know, I didn't even know what it said at all. Like I, like literally, if you've ever been new to learning a language, like let's just say it's Swahili and you've never seen Swahili and start reading it. Like you can't decipher what it says. So I'm in there. I don't answer one question. I came out and I'm like, I'm just going to have to take Latin. So I tell the professor, I said, actually, I should say, I should, I told the dean, I said, I'm so sorry. I am not prepared for this. I thought I knew Latin and I I don't, I don't know it. So I'm not going to be able to clap out. I guess I'm going to have to, you know, take two years of this here. And he took my test and he said, let me see it. I had zero answers on the test. Not even one. I didn't even actually have my name on the test. And in red pen, he writes a P on it and, um, he wrote pass. And I was like, wait, what? So that was for five hours, college credit, five hours of college credit that I got. And I didn't write one answer on the test. So I got really lucky until I changed my major. So then I changed my major to communications, communications. I actually needed 10 hours. Well, I had already clepped out of Latin one. And so I had, this is a year later. So I had to try to clep out of Latin too. Well, I was praying, please let it be the same Dean. Please help him remember me. Like, please have like help this happen. And I was nervous. So I went in there, but I couldn't go back to Latin one because I had already clepped out of it. Well, I go in and I'm telling him this story, like sweaty palms. I'm like, 
okay, I don't know if you remember me, but I took a CLEP test last year. I didn't really do that good, but I passed, blah, 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 blah. Now I have to have 10 hours. And he's like, so you need Latin too? He acted like he had never seen me in my life. And I was like, oh my gosh, he doesn't remember me. So he hands me the CLEP test for Latin two. And again, I go in the room. I don't write anything down. I come out and I'm like, I'm sorry. I tell him the same story. I get a P on my paper, 10 hours college credit for Latin. And I don't know any Latin. So there's, there's my story that's not in the book that I didn't write because I didn't want to get anybody in trouble, but I guess I just was brave and, um, asked questions and just went for it. I don't know. I got really, really lucky. That's when you, it's better be lucky than good. So Udge Abje Ebe, is that pig Latin for a good job, babe? I think you're doing pig Latin. Yeah, pig Latin. Was that what you were taking? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, seems like it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> I would have done way better in Pig Latin. <laughs> Babe, that was good. I actually had to go to the uh, Google Translator of Pig Latin. <laughs> I, I thought I knew it. It's pretty simple. Pig Latin, you just take the first letter off, put it to the end, and add an A. Yeah. It's still hard to do, though. I think you have to really think about it. Datame. Datame. A bay. Yeah. That's, so, good yeah. story. I, I like mean, that story. That's a pretty intense story. You know, we tell that around uh, fireplaces every now and then. Fire, fire pits? Yeah. A lot of people <laughs> like that story. Yeah. It's a funny story. So the chapter gets into talking a lot about hangups and, mm-hmm. and things that'll really make you throw up your hands. Um, why do you think you kept going? You know, I feel like I had a really unique opportunity that I kept going because I was still a college student one. And so I was in school. And so it's kind of like a little bit of a side gig, I think. Um, but I also think I'm not one that wants to lose. I have learned my personality. If anybody's an Enneagram, um, studier is I am an achiever. So I'm a three wing two. I didn't know this about myself, but I think part of it is actually just wanting to achieve. And there's some great things about my personality, but there's some other things that maybe aren't great that I've kind of come to recognize later. But I think part of being an achiever was wanting to be successful. And um, so I, I think that's it is that I wanted it so bad to, to work. So I think that's the main reason. So for those people listening that have an idea or a dream or a goal and want to get past uh, that stage of of just being stuck and getting moving. Um, what would you say to those that are kind of frozen in fear or having those hangups like Latin um, <laughs> kind of in their way from, from their past? Yeah. So what I would say is just fail fast. Like we're going to fail or maybe not even the word fail. Fail was a real word for me in school, but like just bumps and bruises that we have along the way as we're trying to build something really great. And so just do it fast. The quicker that you can take action and start moving forward is if you know that there's going to be bumps and hurdles and things that are going to come in your way, if you just start, that's the key. So just, you know, be expecting it. It's not all going to be sunshine and roses or perfection the whole way through, but that's part of the journey. And that's part of what helps build a story and what makes whatever you are doing really magical and special. So I say, um, fail fast and go for it. 
And sometimes you just need uh, the P, right? Mm -hmm. The pass. The pass, yeah. yeah. You don't always have to wait until you get the A. Yeah. And be perfectly prepared, but so true. just be ready to pass. That makes me think of your um, quote of C's get degrees. And then I started saying D's get degrees. <laughs> but it's true. Like just pat, just get by. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but it can be awesome. Good job, babe. I love it. Oogay day bay. Baby, <laughs> Osseous Gray. <laughs> that was that was Spanish Pig Latin. Oh, yeah, that's I, skills. That yeah. No wonder you passed Latin. No wonder I passed Latin. I know. Maybe when I walked in, he just saw like, oh, she's probably just. <laughs> she has no chance. <laughs> she has no chance. I know. All right. I'm proud of you, though. Thanks, babe. Well, so next week, chapter three. Chapter three. All Let's right. do it. Hey, it's Sarah Noose. And I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to saranoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today, and remember, you are destined for greatness.